Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. This is this is Marcia Thaddison. You're on the D. Alward Network. This is For Your Health Show. I just want to say welcome, 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 everyone. Today is November the 11th. 2018 is gone. And I'm just glad you're here with me tonight. I'm waiting for our callers to call in tonight. Um, we're going to be talking a little again, again about sickle cell. And I guess you guys know by now that's a passion for me because I have a grandchild with sickle cell. So, But tonight, uh, yesterday's kitchen for today, for your health, is here to educate us, to make us more aware about what's going on with our health, uh, what's out there. Because a lot of times we're busy working, um, paying the bills, and, you know, just doing that daily thing. So, you know, if some health issue comes up with ourselves or our children, we don't know where to turn sometimes, just kind of taking time to read or get the information um, may be hard. Or we just ain't in that frame of mind or emotionally at peace to take in the information we're learning or need to learn. And that's why we're here with uh, For Your Health is to bring these experts on and to have them to know what our journey is and what we would like to do as far as being healthy. I'm hoping everything is going well because I'm waiting for them to call in. It's Dr. Ware and Tamika Mosley. We're going to be talking again about sickle cell. So um, I'm hoping everything's going well with everyone. Um, Take time to listen to some of my previous um, blog talk radio on health and nutrition and how it's beneficial to us and our bodies. And today, um, what we was going to talk about, hopefully we'll be able to get them on in a few minutes, is that um, many parents who child who have sickle cell, like my granddaughter, she was five when she had her stroke from sickle cell, but she didn't never had pain crisis, and uh, that's her chest croup um, area where she was having difficulty with breathing and things like that. But then come to find out what was bringing a lot of that on, part of the house, apartment we were staying in had um, had mold, and she was allergic to dogs. So that would bring on upper respiratory problems. So we want to deal with some of the issues, and I think a lot of the issues that they were, we wanted to talk about is parents getting the blood work and getting the sickle cell, being able to identify what those numbers mean and how important those is when we get the uh, uh, account for sickle cell. So let me give them a call. Hopefully we're on target for tonight. This is Marcia Thaddison on the D-Hour Network, and we'll be right back.
I'm waiting for my guest to come on. 
Uh, we're supposed to be talking about sickle cell this evening, but um, we're going to see how we're going to wing this tonight and see how things will go. But I'm glad you're listening because my important thing is to educate us about our health and how to be prepared. And I know we can take a look at what's happening in the news and in the media and look over in the, um, California. My heart goes out to the people who homes are being burned. And then we see in, in the southern parts area, tornadoes and floods have ravaged pretty much a lot of them, people's homes. And a lot of times people can't recoup, even with insurance, getting their lives back or just putting themselves back on track financially or emotionally because it does take a toll on you. So with For Your Health show, we want to show us we have different types of workshop with yesterday's kitchen for today to educate the next generation on how to be prepared, how to be able to use food for medicine, because I think it's going to be very crucial because the pharmaceutical prices for uh, drugs are very expensive. Taking your kids to a doctor is very expensive. So we just want to be able to find out what's out there for us to be able to keep our mind and body intact. And a lot of times that can be done with food. And if you go back and listen to previous uh, blog talk radio, that's my mission with Yesterday's Kitchen for Today and For Your Help blog talk radio is to bring in those experts and those people that have taken these challenges and taken these roles and become successful in getting their health back in their mind and body. So we're bringing that information to you that you will have that tool and that knowledge for you and your family because that's so important. And one of the tools we talk about mainly, and I emphasize this with my grandson a lot, is drinking water and being able to have salt. I truly believe those are the two essential things for living is having that salt and that water. And uh, we just want to make sure I share this with you is that it's important for you to drink your water. Drink half your weight in water in ounces, and the water should be room temperature. And adding some sea salt, because when God created us, he created us from the earth, and the earth had minerals. And that's 102 minerals. So we want to make sure those minerals are there for our body and to be healthy and to be strong. So because our water don't no longer, no longer contain the minerals because it don't run through the banks and the rivers and creeks anymore, it's being housed in the water filtration facility. So it's our job to put those minerals back into our body so our body can do what the creator designed it to do, is to heal itself and to allow us to have life and have it more abundantly. So um, that is one step I can share with you on taking that initiative and trying to be healthy and taking yourself on a healthy journey is to do the water and the Himalaya sea salt. We talked about previously, and then you're going to hear me repeat this all over and over and over again, is about the salt and how important salt is to your body. And that the pink Himalaya sea salt contains 84 minerals. The Redmond sea salt, which is the real salt, you can per, um, that contains 60 minerals. And then you have the Celtic sea salt, I think it's 90 minerals. So these are minerals that we're no longer getting through the soil because our soil has been depleted of minerals. And your body needs 102 minerals of salt each day or minerals each day. And it can get that from the natural salt and food that we eat. And that's why the organic industry is growing because people realizing that we're eating 
food that has no value, no nutritional value whatsoever. So I challenge you to take this health journey. Start small. Start with just the water. Drinking half your weight in water in ounces. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you need to be drinking 100 ounces of water, and that should be room temperature. And your first breakfast every morning should be the, the water um, and taking that water in and making sure it's healthy for your digestive system and constipation and even depression because we need water. Um, cramping, um, brain fog, a lot of that sets in because of us not eating the minerals and the nutrients that our body needs. So, And your brain sits in salt water. Um, salt has been used to preserve things. And if we don't have salt in us, it won't preserve us. So we need it. And, you know, it's so important for us to have that into our body. And so that's one of the journeys I challenge you to come on board um, on helping and nutrition is to do the salt. Also, to take the salt a little bit further is to take that pink Himalayan sea salt and put some in a jar with the water, or maybe a tablespoon or teaspoon into a gallon of steam water, and drink half your weight in water in ounces. And by letting that salt sit in the water for 24 hours, it allows the minerals that was once in the salt to be in the uh, to be in the water. And now you're going to consume the minerals daily, and drink half your weight in water in ounces. But you also can use that mineral and water to brush your teeth, keep your teeth uh, lubricated with it, soaking your mouth with it, and that will help eliminate cavities and toothaches and things like that. So our body and our teeth need these minerals to be healthy. So I challenge you, especially with our children, our younger children and our um, older adults, it's important for them to have the salt and the water. So uh, we're going to take another break, and we'll be back. You're on the D-Hour Network. This is Marcia Thaddison, and we're going to double-check and see what's happening with my guests.
when you go to the hospital, the first thing they hook you up to is saline. And how many people have had night cramps and their problem with their feet? Um, a lot of that's from dehydration and lack of minerals that your body is not getting. There's a book in the Bible. I've just been reading that book. I love this little book. And it was written by Dr. Charles A. Tugla, T-U-L-G-A. And the Bible, it's a very, very old book, and I don't think there's that many out there, many copies in there, but it's about this minister who decided he's going to research the word salt in the Bible. And the word salt appears 33 times in the Bible. Hmm. Jesus Christ lived to be 33. Each year that he was here was seasoned with salt. The Israelites, the high priests, before they can go into the Thai temple to offer up any offering to Yahweh or our Heavenly Father, it had to be seasoned with salt. And, you know, you hear, it's great to be, you know, have salt in you that you may have peace with your brother. So many different scriptures that says, that validate that we need to have salt. Salt is good, but if the salt has lost its flavor, wherefore shall it be seasoned? And it let your speech always be with grace and seasoned with salt, that you may know that you ought to answer men in a kind way. So when we season our speech with salt, or how we season ourselves and our speech is flavorful. But if it's unflavorful, we're being not nice. It's not tasteful it's to the other individual and to us when it comes out of our words and our mouth. So I think it's very, very important for us to kind of reevaluate where we are and what's on our table. And if anyone has taken time to listen in the past, when I talked about Psalm 23, it says, I go to prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemy. We're eating off the wrong table. Adam and Eve gotten kicked out of the garden because of what they ate. So I challenge you again um, to look at salt as something very essential for us in our mind and our body. Because as I said, your brain is made of 60% fat and it sits in salt water. And over the years, if you don't replenish the salt and the water, the nervous system that allows that message to travel to and from our brain begins to dehydrate or dries out. You start having brain fog, depression, can't remember anything. So season yourself with salt and a water drink the water and make sure you're nice and healthy with that. So that's one of the things that's important to me that I've learned since I've been on this journey. And like, as I said and shared before, is that I used to be able to tell people when it was going to rain and when the temperature was going to drop. My left knee and shoulder used to bother me faithfully, faithfully. And I can't tell you no more when that's going to happen. It's getting cold here in Georgia it's raining here in Georgia, but my knees and my shoulder no longer bothers me. And when I start incorporating the salt and the water together as a regimen, when I drink my water, that went away completely. And what's important for parents, I hear people tell me, and then too, if you're on medication, you you know, medication dehydrates you and um, alcohol dehydrates you and coffee dehydrates you. Soda dehydrates you. So 
eliminating those things or cutting down or making sure you drink enough water, half your weight in water. And if you sweat a lot, if you're outside and you're doing very strenuous jobs and you're sweating even more, you have to take in even more. And that way it's putting, um, like I always tell people, water and salt is your WD-40 for your brain, your joints, your heart, your tissue. I mean, it's your WD-40. So um, I challenge you to try it and see what happens. And just give us some feedback. And for any of those who are listening, if you want to give us some feedback, if you've heard anything from our previous blog talk radio, um, I like to know that we're making a difference or because um, I know a lot of times you tell people something, they just take the information and go with it and don't give us no feedback as to, oh, oh, Marsha, that worked. We're each other's clinical trial. We have to learn how to support each other and to share with each other. And that's what this blog talk is about sharing and bringing information that will benefit you, your family, and your children. And so um, you can always email me at yesterday's, with an S, kitchen, the number four, today at gmail.com, or give us a call and leave us a message, and we'll definitely give you a call back at 770-732-6124. And then, you know, um, you can always call in if you're listening tonight. The number is 646-668-2574. We like to know that we're being heard, the information we're giving you. We know it's powerful. We know it works because we're not going to share with you something we have not tried or we know it's not going to work. Anything I'm doing with yesterday's Kitchen for Today or Blog Talk Radio, we've already tried it. We've done it. And we know people who have become successful in getting their health back, getting their peace of mind back, and we want to share this information so you and your family can have the same results. Because I truly believe that with a lot of things that's going on in our nation, uh, economically, socially, we need to come together and we need to know how to survive and stretch a meal because I, I don't know. They keep saying the economy is just great, it's fantastic, it's beautiful. I think it's a lot. I think it's all being um, propped up with propaganda and the feds and all of them. It's, it's an illusion. The numbers are an illusion because the United States currency is backed up by consumer confidence. So the more we out there spending money, the more the economy can stay afloat. It's no longer backed up by silver or gold or uh, none of that other stuff. It's only backed up by us spending money. And I just want us to know that there's many people that I've learned on this journey that are preppers, uh, that are preparing for whatever disaster or natural disaster may happen, that they can take care of their family. And I bring all that information to the table um, to you so you can share and have this information, not just for myself. I can, you know, kind of be selfish and not share a lot of information, just kind of shut everything down, just making sure me, mine, and ours is taken care of. But that's not how God programmed my heart to be. I'm a giver and I'm a sharer. And I'm sharing information that I think is powerful because I know what the scriptures say, and I believe it, that I am my brother's keeper. We are our brother's keeper. We have to look out for each other and to care and support each other. And how do I do that? With yesterday's kitchen for today, 
where I host different classes on canning, fermenting, um, milling fresh wheat into flour, showing you how to store food long-term and short-term. Actually, we have a workshop coming up at the end of the month. Uh, it's on grain, showing us how to store grain and to cook with healthy, fresh grain. And the classes are easy. Um, it's $10 for the class, and it's going to be scheduled on the, tw uh, the 25th of November. And we'll be at the uh, the School of Services, a building right there on Boulevard in their address, and I'll put that on there, 575 Boulevard uh, Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, 30312. I'll be posting that on our website, which is www.yesterdayskitchen4today, the number four today. I'll have that information posted out there, but... It's only $10 for the class, and you're learning some beneficial information about grain, gluten, non-gluten, how to work with it, how to store grain short-term as well as long-term, um, and being able to know that we can have healthy food. I don't care what goes on or what's going on economically. It's being able to take care of your family and take care of yourself. So that's my mission as a goal as a mom and a grandma. But, you know, this information I'm sharing may not even be beneficial to you. It may be beneficial to your children, your grandchildren, because we don't know what the United States is going to look like one year, two years, five years down the road. But I think it's our job as moms and grandma is to make sure our kids are prepared. We teach them how to cross the street safely. We teach them not to play with fire. We teach them how to um, not take certain things that recognized as poisonous, and we just kind of pre-warn them about various things in life, and I think one of the things we fail to do is teach these kids how to grow their own food, how to be self-sufficient, and how to know that everything don't have to come pre-packaged and know how to make food from scratch that can be much, much more healthy for their mind and their body. So be a part of that journey with me and like I said we can start off with the water but if you're more interested in taking another journey, another step with me please join me for my class which is on the 25th of November and the class is only $25, uh, $10, it's 575 Boulevard Avenue Southeast, Atlanta Georgia 30312 Alright, you're on the Be Our Network, this is Marcia Thaddison and we'll be right back
All right, you on the D Hour Network. This is Marsha Patterson and for your help and I am back. And I am solo, but that's okay. No, I'm not. I'm not solo. I'm flying with the Lord. I'm flying with the Holy Spirit. And I have my daughter. She's listening on. Martina, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. All right, let me just kind of share with you guys um, my mission for yesterday's kitchen for today and my mission for For Your Health. Um, It's really alarming. I'll just kind of talk a little bit about what's happening in the news. We see so many people with the shootings. Um, Depression is such a big thing. And if you listen to uh, Blog Talk Radio with um, uh, Tony Stephan, and we've had um, people talked about food and behavior and how food has a profound effect on our behavior. And I'm, I can see it. I can witness it. I can see it. You know, the frontal lobe of that brain of ours is so gentle and so sensitive to alcohol, to sugar, to drugs. Um, and if it's damaged in any way, that frontal lobe being hit or a car accident, personality changes drastically with people. But um, I think my thing is seeing people change to where they got their peace back or become um, more of a better human being when they change their diet. And I think we as Americans, we our diet is so bad. Our diet is so bad. We eat a lot of the bad stuff, and it's affecting us, our, our weight, our mental uh, capability, our um, the healthcare industry is off the chain with the costs and things like that. So, um, as I said before, this is what yesterday's kitchen for today's educating us about. We have Mark McAfee on talking about the raw milk and the benefit of raw milk that it has for um, people with certain disease, and it's uh, the pasteurized milk that has a profound effect on our kids. I know my grandson's here visiting with me, and um, we can't give him the milk. He gets the mucus build up, and he's got the coughing, the cold, and all that slim and everything down. And so we don't even give him the milk. We do the almond milk. For him, but when we was doing the raw milk from the uh, the farm or the goat milk, he didn't have it either. It's only with that pasteurized milk that he was having that problem. So I challenge you guys go back and listen to a lot of what's going on because the information is out there, and we information is powerful when you know what to do with it, and that's what I'm hoping. And challenging you to do is to take the information that we have out here. Because yesterday's kitchen for today, you know, canning, fermenting, our ancestors grew their food, they plant their seeds in the springtime, and throughout the summer they had their harvest, and in the fall they gather up their harvest and they will put food away for the winters. And I think we need to go back to doing that, especially with all this food, um, the seeds being genetically modified. And I'm encouraging you guys to, we're guaranteed, this is the fall, so, you know, the harvest is in. Most of the harvest is in. And I don't know, they have a few fall crops that's left. But what I'm going to encourage you to do is to start purchasing heirloom seeds for next year. And these are seeds that can um, reproduce themselves. We don't want. Uh, we make sure that non-GMO seeds or non-hybrid seeds. We just want to make sure these seeds are 
fresh fruits and vegetables. If you're buying fresh fruits and vegetables, being able to save those seeds, that you can always have a harvest. Uh, I know the United States government, Bill and Melinda Gates and the Rockefeller Foundation has the, the Doomsday Vault, vault where they're saving seeds in Norway. They're saving all the heirloom seeds, the collecting seeds from all over the world, all over the United States, any plant, fruit, seed, whatever, they're saving it. And they're saying if there's a natural disaster or chemical warfare that they can repopulate the world with food because of the disaster that may or had may be down the road. But we don't want the government in charge of our seeds. Have your own seeds. So, you know, you can go to my website. You can get some um, – um, you want to order some seeds, you can go to rareseeds.com, and you can order some seeds. But I'm encouraging people to buy bulk of seeds that you can save. Many of the immigrants, being an African-American, we didn't, uh, I'm pretty sure my ancestors didn't have no seeds. They said so many African women had seeds in their hair. But most of the immigrants came in through Ellis Island. They had seeds in their pockets. They came here with seeds from their country to plant what they wanted to grow here in the United States. So my thing is always have your own seeds, own your own food. I'm looking at what's happening in Venezuela and New Mexico, and the people are hungry. And they're hungry because they don't have the land and the food to grow or to plant. So I think it's important for us to own our own land, have our own seeds, and grow our own food. And that's a big population of people that are becoming preparedness or um, isolating themselves away from civilization because they don't want to be in the midst of anything. They want that isolation. They want that peace. And get off the grid. They don't want to be financially tied to um, the system which I, I, I love that idea, and I, I welcome it. And, you know, I'm really surprised my my daughter um, was sharing information with my ex-husband and his wife, and now they now have solar power panels put on their garage in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So our goal is to do that too, um, is get some solar panels and put that up. Um, my sister-in-law got her to use the Back to Eden garden. Uh, oh, you guys got to take time. For next year, planning your garden to watch backtoedenfilm.com. Go to www.backtoeden, like the garden, edenfilm.com. Uh, Paul talks about how, and he's been doing this, I think, for 20 or 30, almost 30 some years, growing his own produce without plowing. 95% of the time, he does not water. And he know he used no herbicide and pesticide, and his fruits and vegetables are coming in in abundance. That he allowed people to just come and take things off his land, and he's in the state of Washington. But you got people traveling from all over the world. He has a Facebook page follower. He has some videos. I've actually purchased a couple of video and given it to some people I know over in Venezuela, and other in Colombia, and that making sure they can know how to grow your own food, um, not plowing, needing nothing but a shovel and a rake, and that's it. And I think that's important. And my sister-in-law, I've shared this video with her almost four and a, four and a half years, almost five years ago, sharing with her, okay, Deborah, you got to do this. Check this out because she gardens every year pretty much. 
year she took the time to sit down and watch the video. And when she watched the video, she said, oh, my God, why did I wait so long to do this? And her husband comes in um, and says, okay, I'm ready to plow the, uh, the backyard. We're ready to get the backyard plow. She said, nope, we don't have to plow. He said, what do you mean I don't have to plow? We always rent a plow and plow the, you know, rototiller and rototilt the backyard. She said, no, we don't have to do that. He sat down and watched the video. And in his amazement, he said, oh, it makes sense. I'm not going to give you the whole, I want you to do it. I want you to watch the video because you're going to be so in love with it. At least I was. I was so in love with it. I'm just sharing it with anyone and everyone that has an ear to hear. And finally, she watched the video, and she had a harvest this spring of her tomatoes and cucumbers. And she sliced her cucumbers, and they were so juicy and watery. She said she's never had her produce look like that before. And the longer it's and the longer you do the back to Eden concept, the soil gets richer and richer. And she said that worms were just coming up, and she had, you know, the thing had been pretty dry. But now that she did the back to Eden concept, she had worms galore in her garden, which was great. So growing your own food, having your own seed, making sure you have the water. And that's another thing. In Milwaukee, Wisconsin, they have a program this summer that was giving out uh, rain barrels and allowing people, they would come in and uh, come to view calls, uh, the city, the program with the city of Milwaukee, and they were um, bringing rain barrels right out to your home and attaching it to your gutters, so allowing people to save rainwater, and that way they can cut down on water. So if you're watering your yard or your garden, you don't have to use your uh, house water that you would be charged for. You can use the water from the rain which was beneficial. So many people are going into the rain barrels, solar power generators, being able to get the things that cause us to be self-sufficient and independent from the system. A couple of years back, I was at a, um, um, a uh, what is it called? Overall, overall, um, State fair or it's a fair for um, people that like to go off the grid, do things the old way. And um, they were selling wood-burning stoves. I could not get to the man who was selling the wood-burning stove. It was so many people there purchasing wood-burning stoves because your electricity go out, your gas go out, or some storm come through. You're without heat. And it just drives me nuts to see people do these new homes and they put these um, gas-burning fireplaces in there or um, these little light type of fireplaces. And we need something real serious. We need some that's going to generate some heat and save some money. And that's what um, many people are going back to, using wood-burning fireplaces um, to heat their homes they have well water, they have solar power generators, they have solar power um, water heaters, 
and coming off the grid. So these are the people I want to bring on the show to educate us, to teach us, and to let us know what we need to do. And, you know, it's awakening us. You know, our ears are being tickled to say, you know what, I need to hear this and I need to do this because I can save money. Or I, if we lose power, guess what? I can still have power. I can still have heat and I can still eat. So we want to be able to educate us on how that's done and making sure we do it right. So that's my mission with yesterday's kitchen for today. If you're interested in with your church, your organization, and hosting a party or a workshop, an educational workshop, please give me a call at 770-732-6124, or you can email me at yesterdayskitchen, the number four today, at gmail.com. And we can make that happen. All right, we're going to take another break. I told you that 
Melvin Edwards. This is Marcia Patterson for your health. I just want to thank you. Today is November the 11th of 2018. I was just sharing with you how important I think it is for us to be prepared and to have things in case of emergency. We talked about the solar power generator. I want to share with you some things. Um, several years back, a friend of mine, a real good friend, she's been on the show, Chef L, um, Letitia Jones. She um, went to a church, and they were having a natural disaster training program. And she called to say, Marcia, you always sharing with people when you do workshops on how to prepare food long-term as well as short-term. And I think you'd be interested in attending this workshop. So I called the church um, to say, look, I want to participate in your natural disaster training program. And the church told me, she says, the lady that was facilitating this um, to disaster training program, she says, ma'am, it's a three-day training. You can only attend one day. And I said, why is that? She said, we are a closed pod. Okay, what's a closed pod? If there's a war, natural disaster, or chemical warfare, they get the medicine and they get their supplies first. Okay, and they designed it for the church and the church only. And I share this every time I do a workshop because I don't want people to be unprepared, uninformed about what's happening around us. Because like I said, many of us are so busy working, paying bills, we got kids to take care of, we're not getting a lot of this information. So I said, what's a closed pod? And she, and she told me that if there's a natural disaster, chemical warfare, they get the medical stuff first. And I said, well, what happened if I see people coming to your facility and I live down the street and I'm not a member? We will have information as to where an open pod would be. We're setting this up for our members and our members only. Hmm. What I found out over the years is there's private clubs, private organizations, and large groups that are designated as a closed pod. You may be working with a coworker or a friend or a neighbor, live next to a neighbor that already know what designated place to go if there was an Amtrak or some type of stuff going on and they would go have a designated place to go to. While the rest of us who had no clue would be scrambling trying to figure out where it is, if they can get the information depending on um, it getting out to people as to where to go to where an open pod would be. And I've shared this over and over again, but what I found out about the open pod is that it's being set up through the health department of each city. And the pod um, point of dispensing medication. So if there's an Amtrak or some type of chemical warfare or something going on, and they need to do an antidote or get something out to the people, people are registering with the health department to be a closed pod. In the meantime, anyone else that is not signed up will have to look and find out where an open pot would be if, you know, the media may tell us if the media is up or the Internet may tell us if the Internet's up. But for everyday people who just working and paying their bills or 
not focused and not knowing this, have no clue. So my thing is to educate us about what's going on, to slow us down and say, guess what? We probably need to be prepared or find out if you want to be a part of this or your church wants to set up as a, or open pot or a closed pot. I don't know. But I'm giving you this information because information is powerful. And with it, you know, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. So we want you to have this knowledge and this information to make sure you and your family or your neighbor, because we are our brother's keeper, is safe. So that's why I share and I bring information on so you can have it too. So it's not just certain people or certain elite of the people of the community is taken care of. Everyday people like you and I, even the homeless guy, we're important and our lives are important. So being able to share with us and how to look out for ourselves and others is important to me. So I share that with you. And, you know, actually, uh, I was trying to get, I had talked with the health department here in Atlanta to see if I can get someone on to talk about the closed pod and how that's done. But you can also go online and see um, the information because they have uh, places where you can register yourself or your church or your organization as a closed pod. And um, they have the forms, all that's there on the Internet Um so you and your organization or your church or your facility or corporation, even where you work, can designate a place of death. You have to have a large space where you can get people in at one time. And I think it's a two-year, if I'm not mistaken, it's a two-year training with CDC, FEMA, and Red Cross that you be getting extensive training about the medication, how to prepare for closed pot. And, you know, with FEMA, and I know they've been working over, over, over time with the fires and replace, replacing people and the storms, we need to be prepared and know where to go and how to take care of ourselves. So I truly believe that, you know, the government can only do so much, you know. And um, I think it's important for us to have that set up and prepare for, you know, we prepare for a party, we prepare for um New Year's Eve and Christmas and all that kind of stuff, we need to prepare for any emergency that comes our way so we can take care of ourselves and our families. I think that's very, very important. And then you notice um, FEMA groups constantly do uh, updates, and I check their updates on their uh, website um, about how to be prepared and how to, they have booklets and things like that, things that you need to have to be prepared. I remember when I first started this business, one of my customers would say, Martian, you need to prepare your people on how to be prepared for any type of natural disaster. And this was way back in like 2000, thinking, what is he talking about? Is there a war going to happen? I don't know nothing about, but he was a prepper. And I'm learning more about preppers and what they have and putting together. And I want, actually want to get a prepper on air so we can share uh, what they know because um, you see a lot of these foods. And I'm kind of leery about the food that they sell in that can last 20 and 30 years that you just mix water with. Um, but I guess, hey, if we're in a dire situation Anything is better than nothing, even the Roman noodles, those dry-looking noodles. Things. I have not 
eaten one yet. I just cannot put that to my mouth. I just can't do it. I bought some for um, Y2K, and my husband went in there and, and uh, started opening them up and cooking them and got my grandbaby hooked on that. She loves that stuff now. But I, I bought it because I thought Y2K special, you know, we're going to need this for an emergency. This is dry food. You know, I can do this. This is before I started learning about how to package and put things away long-term with Maillard bags and dehydration and oxygen-absorbing package. That's one of the things I teach when I do each of the workshops. I do we show people how to put food away short-term as well as long-term. But those noodles, and I think they're real popular. A lot of people eat them. You know, they kind of dress them up with shrimps and other kind of stuff. I don't care how you dress them up. I just, I, like I say, if if it pushed to the corner and time get rough, yes, I probably will put it in my mouth. But thank you, Jesus, we ain't there yet. So um, that's one of the things that I used to buy. You know, preparing. But what I've learned now, we can do mail our bags oxygen-absorbent packages, um, vacuum-sealing packaging things, and putting things away that way. A couple years back, I've done a class at the West End Library here in Atlanta where I went straight to the dollar store and bought some things like rice, pancake mix, beef jerky, um, um, dried fruits and and vegetables, little dried stuff, and... um, and package it and show people how we can store this stuff. Powdered milk, flour, sugar, rice, beans, things like that, and dehydrate those. I mean, dehydrate fresh fruits and vegetables yourself, or you can buy it already dried out. You know, just these classes of us coming together. And, you know, a lot of times they're not hard, but sometimes, like I said before, we're busy, we're working our mind's not thinking about this. We're thinking about a bill or getting the kids their homework done or getting getting through Atlanta traffic. Man, oh, man, that's a, that's a job in itself. That's a mind-making thing, getting through Atlanta traffic. That's why I'm ready for the country. But just educating us, that's our job. And as a mom and a grandma, you know, your grandma, you know, you think grandma always wants the best for their kids and wants them safe. And that's what yesterday's kitchen for today and for your health is about wanting us safe and looking out for each other. All right, you're on the D Hour Network. We'll be right back. This is Marsha Patterson for your health. Yeah. 
being back with me. Pretty much I just kind of shared with you about being prepared and the uh, other things that I'm doing doing with Yesterday's Kitchen for today and for your health um, network. Um, as I said, I'm just going to remind you we have an upcoming class on the 25th of November and that is that, well, that class that starts at 5.30. It's a two-hour class from 5.30 to um, I mean 3.30 to 5.30. It's only $10, and we're talking about the power of grain, milling with fresh wheat, educating you about grain and the health benefit it has. That class will be at the Circus School of Atlanta, 575 Boulevard, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, 30312. For tickets or information, just give us a call at 770-732-6124. Or you can go to, uh, you can email us at yesterdayskitchenfortoday at gmail.com. And then you can go to my website, www.yesterdayskitchenfortoday, and that's the number four. So that purpose of that class is to talk about the uh, benefit of grain and uh, how to store grain short-term as well as long-term. Just like Joseph was able to store the grain, we have the same capability to store grains that can last many years. Um, and that's what we're going to educate people about on how to do that. Uh, I had another class. I'm going to be doing some more classes on fermentation, which is one of my favorites. It's fermenting fresh fruits and vegetables, um, from cabbage on kefir to kombucha. Uh, This is food that allowed the probiotic back into our gut. We have so many people out here sick. Um, The CDC is talking about these kids having flu-like symptoms and they're dying or they're being paralyzed or they can't walk. Our immune system is so whacked out and messed up because of what we eat and the environment we live in. So it's really having a strong effect for the next generation. But I want to remind our listening audience to all the For Your Health listening audience, this program advice, all the information presented here is for the purpose of information and education only. It should not be construed as offering medical advice or diagnosis or treatment of any illness, injuries, or condition or prevention of any health problems. The viewer or the listening audience should consult with the licensed physician or healthcare practitioner for proper diagnosis or treatment. As I said before, we're only sharing what we've learned, what we know, what we try, and that's what we're putting on the table for you to do if you want to. It's up to you. But, you know, before you, if you're on some medication, you have some really serious 
health issues, please talk with your licensed physician or healthcare practitioner on what's best for you. One of the other things that's important to me, um, my goal is to um, take my mom's house back in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, Milwaukee is home. A lot of times people leave, like leave their city and not look back. But, you know, I can remember growing up there um, on 12th Street off of 12th and Capitol, being a safe place as a kid, uh, being able to ride my bike in the alley to the lights. You know, we played on the porch, you know, we we had to come on the porch when the street light came on, and I think most of the kids were coming up during that era and that time. That was one of the rules for their family. You know, you can play outside, but once that porch light or street light came on, you you're on the porch. You know, and um, many summers I sat on the porch with friends from the neighborhood, um, Chester, Edgar, and and those guys, and just sitting there ribbing and laughing and talking about each other. But you know, we didn't have that was our neighborhood, and a lot of the kids are missing being able to play outside or to get into the dirt. You know, um, when I was growing up, the community parks would have ice skating. They would, you know, flood the um, playground with ice, and we'd be able to go ice skating. They would open that up, you know, so you can go in there and ice skating. Then in the summertime in the community, they would have recreation stuff to teaching you how to chess or um, um checkers and things like that. They had somebody supervising some activities for the kids in the summer, and we don't have that no more. We need to bring those back. But one thing is is important that I'm learning is that our kids are eating food that's really, really affecting their moods and their behavior. So food and behavior workshop is what I put together, and I'm really trying to get in with the prisons and the um, correctional division because if we can get the young people and even adults to change their diet, we can change their behavior. And I truly believe that, um, you know, there's a book by, I think it's Jay Rodell, A Sugar in the Criminal Mind, that was written back in the 1930s where they were saying eating a lot of sugar and a lot of processed food will affect people's behavior. And I truly believe you can see that now because our president, all he eats is McDonald's. He's making quick judgment. He's emotionally all over the place. Um, I truly believe he's sick. Hitler was the same way. They said Hitler loved sugar. That's why you don't see him smiling because his teeth were pretty much rotten. Napoleon, Stalin, all these people had a real addiction to sugar, and sugar affects your mood and your behavior. And um, now studies are showing, you know, like the Brewer syndrome where people are getting drunk that has never taken a drink of alcohol whatsoever. And what they're finding out, if you have a high um, diet of high carbs, high sugar, and you have yeast in your gut, it will cause you to get drunk. Your gut will actually be your steel for you getting drunk. And people are getting drunk and pulled over who have never taken a drink of alcohol. But the high diet, uh, a diet in high Sugar and carbs is building up yeast in their gut, and they actually got to steal, and they call it the Brewer syndrome. They now have a diagnosis because people are getting sick. But part of this study for the Brewer syndrome is that if we as parents and grandparents feed our children high carbs, high sugar, 
at a young age, they too will crave alcohol and drug at an early age. And these are the kids that like to eat the pizza, the uh, the carbs, no vegetables, nothing healthy, you know, and the sugar. So, and if you look at, I think uh, Dr. Natasha Campbell McBride talks about that when her the GAP diet, and then we have Barbara B. Setter, who was a probation officer in the 1960s, late 70s, and, and 70s, where she worked out of Cleveland, Ohio, and she got sick, and she read that book called The Sugar and the Criminal Mindset, and once she read that book and changed her diet, she convinced a judge and a prosecuting attorney to allow men and women who was on probation with her to be on her diet. And they did this as a volunteer basis, and 89% of them did not get back in trouble with the law once they changed their diet and realized that diet has a profound effect on behavior and judgment. And I've shared this with the police officers I've done workshops for, and um, I said to the officers, you know, how many times you arrest a young person and you ask them, why did you do that? And every time they will all say, I don't know. And guess what? What I've learned from this, from Dr. Tasha Campbell McBride, Dr. Barbara Lee Setter, who reading these resources, seeing the studies that they don't know. We make judgment and we just do things that don't make sense or we working out of pure rage and anger. And that sugar does that to us. And now we got all the 52 fructose corn syrup, all these different sugars out there that was never, ever meant to be in our system. And it's affecting the frontal lobe of the brain. The frontal lobe is affected with the alcohol, the drugs, the bad sugar, agitated. And, you know, I hear um, um, one of my sister-in-laws in Wisconsin was telling me her neighbor was saying her, her grandson constantly get in trouble in school, but he gets in trouble after lunch. I said, what are they feeding him? You you let him take his own lunch. He can't eat their food, <laughs> you know. He can't eat their lunch food because it's crazy. And even in the prison system because prisoners back in the days, they had their own gardens. They grow their own food and things like that. Not no more. That's, a lot of that stuff is GMO, genetic engineer. That stuff is stuff and it's affecting their health and their mental capability and the crime set uh, on steady of disruption and anger and fighting within the facility. They did a study in Australia where they went into a juvenile correctional center ages of these young kids were from 13 on up, up to 18 or something like that. And they divided it in half, and half of them they took and put on all organic, all natural food. The others, they left the same. The young kids that was on the organic fruits and vegetables and eating the natural stuff, the disruption among themselves and with the officers constantly going back, back, or arguing, disrespectful, dropped 77%. And he put the kids back on a diet and went back up again. 
And that's what Natasha Kimberly Bride and what I'm learning is that we can do this. And this is what I teach in my workshops, that we, these are the foods, this is the way we can do these, the vitamins, the supplements. Tony Stephan was on my show and from True Hope. And that vitamin, because our brain is malnutrition, we are starving our body, we're starving our brain. We're overfed and malnourished put it that way. We're overfed and malnourished because we're not giving our bodies the nutrients, the vitamins, the essential oils, the healthy fats that it's craving for and what it was designed to have in it. And Tony Stephan um, from Two Hope, the CEO from Two Hope was on here, who gave his testimony, um, who lives in Canada, father of 10, wife committed suicide from being on bipolar father-in-law committed suicide from being bipolar, and what he found out is our brain is malnourished. But once he and his children, he had two of his children with bipolar and one with schizophrenic, and once he fed them that true hope vitamin, which is all vitamin supplements, he got his family back. We can get our peace back in our homes, our schools, in our community. We have so many people who are and look at this young man that was in the Marines. I don't know what the Marines are, the kind of shots they're giving them or the food they're feeding them, but we're seeing more and more young people here in Atlanta. I've met some that's vets, young vets that are homeless. They, their minds, they don't have that peace of mind. They're not in their right mind. And I remember as a little girl, my grandmother used to wake up and she'll say, Lord, for waking me up in my right mind. I didn't understand that, but now I do today. There's a lot of young people and older people, Alzheimer's, dementia, brain fog, depression, schizophrenic, that's not in their right mind. And they're unrest is bringing so much unrest within their homes, among their children, among our community, and we can have that, we can have that peace back, I truly believe, if we go back to eating and feeding our bodies the right kind of food and supplement that it was designed to take in. So, as I said, I'm inviting you to go back to listen to a couple of our blog talk radio shows I've had in the past. And catch up on, we have some great people that were on there sharing great information that's powerful and that's helpful, not just for you, for you but others that like you or your family or neighbor you may know or coworker because everybody got something going on. I don't think nobody's family is immune from any of this uh, craziness. It'd be nice, but sad to say many families are being affected. But I just want to uh, say Check us out. All right. Do you want to be our network? This is Marsha Thaddison, and we'll be right back.
And But what I'm going to show is that if you buy fresh fruits and vegetables, you can ferment those vegetables and that those they can last months and months in the refrigerator. And the longer they ferment, the better it tastes and it's stronger and getting its bitterness. But I love it. I love fermented cabbage and stuff. Dairy, we do classes on showing how to make homemade butter, homemade ghee, um, homemade ice cream, homemade yogurt that kind of stuff, so just being able to go back and show families how to do that, like our grandparents. Another one of my favorite class is the Labor of Love, and the Labor of Love class is workshop is talking about young women and preparing young women and men to have babies. It's because what we eat before we're pregnant, while we're pregnant, and after we're pregnant affects the next generation. And what we eat affects our kids academically. So we want smart, healthy, calm babies. So that means we have to put things in them that's going to deliver that so we can have healthy babies. Because we hear so many, you know, I had Miss um, William on, and she uh, it was a doula. And we talked about, the, and you know, that blew me away when she told me that the high rate of black women giving birth to babies, mainly because, first of all, the doctors aren't listening. Um, the women are hemorrhaging real simple stuff they shouldn't be dying from. This is 2018. These women shouldn't be dying from this. But educating us of what to do, what to look out for, the danger, what could be happening. And I was just um, looking at the news. They was had a guy giving a testimony of his wife how he lost her. She started hemorrhaging. She, he let the doctors know she's hemorrhaging. And seven hours later, and they said, oh, we got to take care of this stack. And stack turned out to be seven hours later. And she ended up dying in the operating room. So, you know, being educated and stuff like that. So we've had some midwives on because a lot of young people are going with midwives. So with yesterday's kitchen for today, uh, I want to change how baby showers are done, wedding showers are done. And have them, and I think time of playing games are over with because we're talking about the next generation. At the wedding shower, you're learning how to cook. You're learning how to prepare healthy meals and foods and things like that. Store them long-term, short-term equipment, what you need. The same thing with baby showers, you know, making your own baby formula, maybe making food to help benefit of the vitamins and nutrients that's needed to help you to have healthy babies or to get pregnant. Because a lot of things, you know, um, that we're eating, um, environment toxic, are causing a lot of people not being able to have um, babies, fertility problems, low sperm count. We had Dr. Carter on talking about low sperm count with the men, and the low the sperm count is so much much lower than it was for my grandparents, my great grandparents. My grandfather had 18 children. And out of the 18, 15 and lived, two, uh, I think, were a set of twins that passed away and one single. Uh, so my grandmother ended up with 15 children. She was a short thing, tiny, tiny, tiny. But we've come so far away from the natural way of doing things, and this is what we want to do is bring this back because how many all these sincerian births, nobody seemed to be giving birth through the birth canal. The baby gets the mother immune system when it goes through the birth canal. 
and they're picking up the immune system, all the toxins from the hospital and everything else. So babies are born with no immune system. So the mom getting that mom's womb ready to have that healthy baby, that's what we're about, educating you about that, bringing in the doulas, bringing in midwives, and bringing in the food and the nutrients and the vitamins that all can make that happen. So we do that through workshops and uh, home parties and things like that. So we want to change how baby showers are done, how wedding showers are done, anniversaries, unique things uh, of showing families how to care for themselves. Gardening, we talked about um, Back to Eden Garden, and we talked about heirloom seeds, knowing what the plant, what type of seeds to work with, how to do your garden. So I'm suggesting please, please take time to look at that um, video if you're planning to have a garden next year or you know someone that gardens, check us out, check it out, um, back to edenstem.com. And we do sell heirloom seeds, so let us know what you want with the heirloom seeds. We have a class called The Next Generation, teaching the next generation how to cook, um, teaching the kids that come in the kitchen, identify fruits and vegetables because many of them don't know. So we can do that with home parties with the kids. Instead of you having cake and ice cream and having them run all over the place, we're bringing them together to have nutritional food because we got kids that's type 1, type 2 diabetes. We have kids that are overweight and have them to come together in a fun setting, in a party setting, and they're helping to prepare the food. So, uh, and you can do that in their own home, and that can be fun too. So that's one of the things. And one of the other parties we do is for your health is juicing, showing us, you know, many people who have cancer or other health issues have decided to juice for organic, uh, raw food, doing raw and vegan while they're sick to allow the nutrients and the vitamins that come from their food to heal their body. And Brenda Cobb from the Living Food Institute, oh, my God, she gave a great testimony about her having ovarian cancer and breast cancer. And her mom died of cancer, and she watched her mom go through the chemo, and she watched her grandma have cancer and go through the chemo. She decided she didn't want to do that. And she took this journey, and she said this, I just did it by faith. I just knew. And the doctor only gave her several months to live, and when she went back in, he was surprised to see her, and she was in a healthy state of mind. All the numbers were great. And he says, wait a minute, I have other patients. I want you to show them what you did. And that's how she birthed the Living Food Institute. And I think, you know, that's what it's about, sharing and helping others to get that journey through. My daughter and I went out to California to the Gerson Institute to learn this information, to bring this information back to our community on juicing and um, using food to heal your body because it can be done. And it's, I've seen people do it. And, you know, I had, a, you know, even the cannabis oil, I know that works. You know, it worked for my cousin who have had lung cancer. Um, and it worked for her when she went back to smoking and doing what she did and she got tongue cancer. And so, but, you know, this journey can be won, it can be victorious for us, but we need to educate each other on how others are doing it and become victorious in getting their life back. So, 
and it can be scary and it can be financially overwhelming, but, you know, if we share the story and share with you how people are doing it, it kind of preparing you to say, okay, this is where I need to go. This is where I need to shop. This is what I, these are the tools I need to be healthy. And that's what we're here about. So yesterday's Kitchen for Today, we, you know, we're looking for a special way to host these baby showers, anniversary, wedding showers, unique cooking parties to learn and prepare for healthy meals for you and your family. So if you, your church, or your um, family would like to host one of these, please give us a call at 770-732-6124. Or you can go to my uh, email address or you can go to my uh, Sign up on my website. Just uh, email me through my website, too. It's www.yesterdayskitchenfortoday.com. And we have catalogs, um, unique catalogs and products that can go along with each of these um, workshops that give you better tools and equipment to accomplish your mission and better health. And then educate you about the food um, that we're um, sharing with you that can help heal your body, because that's what food is designed to do, be your medicine. All right, join the D-Hour Network. This is Marcia Thaddison, and we'll be right back.
Your Network. This is Marsha Patterson, and I just thank you for being back with me. All right, we're coming down to the end of the wire of our show today, and I just thank you if you're listening. Um, I hope you get the gust of my message or what I'm trying to do, um, my mission. I truly believe that this is what he wants me to do. I've I got a passion. I love doing this. I love trying the different things, but the canning, the fermenting, but I really want the next generation to have this. I see what's happening with the um, Venezuelans and uh, and, uh, Hispanic people with the borders and other parts of the world. People are hungry. They're struggling to put food on their table, even here in the United States. I mean, the prices of the food, the packages are getting smaller, but the prices are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Go to Whole Foods, just whole paycheck. It's very expensive to feed a family, but I want to be able to educate us that we can start in our backyard, growing our own food, community gardens, um, going, connecting to farmers, local farmers, that we can have food in bush, bushel baskets. One of the things I did when I had my store, I had the uh, bushel club, and my goal was to allow people to purchase things in bushel basket. And being a member of the bushel club would allow you to learn how to can, freeze, ferment it, and put it away in season. So that way in the wintertime, you had everything just like our ancestors did. They knew you couldn't be lazy in the summertime, you know. And I think it would be good, too, to teach these young kids to get off their phones, iPads, video games, to teach them to be self-sufficient because teaching them how to grow their own food and even hunt. I have some farmer friends of mine that I really, really would love to take some of these young kids of ours, some young males um, hunting. You know, some people don't want their kids to have guns. My dad grew up with guns, and uh, as a kid, I can remember sitting watching him clean his guns to go hunting for rabbits and squirrels. We didn't eat it, but he went hunting for it, but that was a way for families to feed them, the kids and their families back in the days. Um, I know some people eat possum, that kind of stuff, but mm-mm. I remember my uncle cooking turtle, making turtle soup. I want to be able to share people, share with people how they clean those animals. Cause I, you know what? My mom did. She cleaned the squirrels and the uh, the, uh, the rabbits. But when she started doing that, we left the kitchen. We didn't even want to see it. And it's funny because I tell uh, my friend David, he's a farmer, that I want to videotape you cleaning a hog or a goat so we can teach the next generation how to do these things, what our ancestors knew how to do to take care of themselves. We don't want our kids running in the streets, stealing and killing or nothing like that. When things get rough, we want them to say, wait a minute, I know how to grow my own food. I know how to uh, go hunting, deer hunting. You know, I'm from Wisconsin. That's a big thing up north, Wisconsin. Actually, I think it's around getting, this is deer heat season time, you know, the first snow, they can snow, they can find the deers with the tracks and things like that, you know. Hunting for deer meat in Venice, this tastes great. So I want to be able to share with the next generation how our family took care of themselves and care for themselves and give them the skills and the knowledge of what they passed down to their children. We, My parents didn't teach us how to do Mom didn't even make us stay in the kitchen to watch that. We just, we just 
first of all, too squeamish, and we didn't even go there. My dad never took us hunting. I did learn how to fish. Um, I do enjoy it. I got a fishing rod for my grandson, so my goal is to make sure he goes fishing. And I got to get another one because I have two of them. So um, Asha, my granddaughter, no, she outdoors, no kind of way. She's not feeling it. So besides, the mosquitoes love to eat her up. So, but our goal as a mom and grandparents is to bring them in and teach them the skills and the knowledge and the things that our grandparents taught them back in the day. So that's my mission and that's my goal. So with these home parties, I think it would be great for us to be able to do that on a one-on-one setting, more personable. We can have the interaction. And many people tell me, oh, my God, I remember my grandfather. I remember this. I remember that. They go back. It takes us back. And that's our goal is to take us back to grandma's table. Like I said, my grandma lived to be 105. And a lot of our ancestors did live a nice, long life and a little more healthier life, but they were more, um, they weren't sanitary. They were moving, working, walking, and um, we're not doing a lot of that. I know I'm guilty, too, all the way sometimes, but I do like walking. So I just want to just reminding you of my upcoming workshop on November the 25th. It's at the Circus School of Atlanta. It's, uh, the address is 575 Boulevard Avenue Southeast, Atlanta, Georgia, 30312. That event starts at 3.30 to 5.30, and it's $10 to get in. You can call 770-732-6124 if you're interested. We always have room, and you will enjoy it, and you will love it because it's going to be great, and it's going to be educational. And my name is Marcia Thaddison, and again, if you're interested in any of these workshops, you can also give me a call at that number, which is 770-732-6124. Our company tagline is putting the power of good health back into the hands of the people. That's the only way we're going to get good health. Uh, I don't think it comes through any health insurance. It comes through what we ensure that we eat, how we take care of ourselves. It's our responsibility and how we do that. We have to be trained and taught how that's done because we've lost that. we lost sight of that. So my mission as a mom and a grandma is to try to bring us back. And the people I've brought on this show with their knowledge, their skills, and their expertise have the same vision and mission is to educate and to provide for the next generation. All right, we're going to be back on the D-Hour Network. This is Marsha Thackson. Everything that you do 
just give us some feedback if you find any of this uh, help you out. So we'd like to know there's no way we can continue doing this and not the feedback to say, yes, you know, what Marsha's given us is great. Um, the workshops we have coming up, uh, again, at the Circus, the Circus School of Atlanta, 575 Boulevard Avenue, Southeast, Atlanta, Georgia, 30312. That is from 330 to 530-770-732-6124 is the number uh, you need to call, or you can email me at yesterdayskitchen, the number four, today at gmail.com. So I just want to thank you. I'm, I do apologize uh, for my guests not being on, but, you know, something may have happened. So I just pray everything is well with everyone. And I'm praying that um, the information I gave you was powerful and helpful. Then kind of itch your ear a little bit to do some more homework, to investigate what you're doing for you and your family, and listen to the previous blog talk radio that we've had to educate yourself about um, what's going on and how to take care of yourself because we have some really great guests. I'm going to have some more, so my goal is to line up some more people that's going to educate just you as well as me because I don't have all the answers. But what we do know we're going to bring to you and make sure it's going to be something helpful to you and your family. So I want to say I wish you guys a blessed week. Enjoy your family. Make it safe. And if you have any questions, you know, you can reach me, uh, 770-732-6124. And I just want to say thank you for listening and being on the D-Hour Network. This is Marsha Thatterson.